listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 366. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, the, you always look really good after you cut your hair. John Brownstone. Thank you. Sorry to podcast listeners who can't see you, <laughs> but I can see you and you look divine. Mm, haircut and beard trim. Yep, yep. Velcro head now. Yeah. So things get stuck on it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. your beard's a little short, but you know, hair grows and I'll be happy when it's longer. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's all about making me happy. Oh, is that what it is? No, but I like to pretend. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) How can it not be all about making your baby girl happy? You're a daddy dom. You're supposed to be a nurturer, a caregiver. But then I have to feed that sadist in me too, you know? Well, you get get your rocks off as a sadist in other ways. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Carry on, girl. (laughs) This week, we're not talking about any of that. (laughs) We're actually talking about something we've mentioned in many, many, many past episodes, usually kind of in passing, uh, and we're going to focus on it this week, and that is the importance of trying to talk in advance about common and known potential stressful situations before they happen so you can kind of figure out how you'll handle them and still navigate your power exchange and maybe not get into an unnecessary fight. Ask us how we know about unnecessary arguments (laughs) because we were both stressed. (laughs) So that's what we are talking about this week. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter if you want to, and it hasn't burned down to the ground by the time you can hear our voice, at Loving BDSM, <laughs> on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC. That stands for podcast, y'all. On Instagram and technically threads at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS and the number one. So it's at Loving DS1 or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. And now that the magic button has been hit, I have got to turn that fan on. You're going to hit another magic button. Yeah. But not the magic button because that would not be appropriate for either the podcast or the YouTube channel. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, also, before you try and touch the magic button, I need to have my medication adjusted, so I actually want the magic button to be touched again. (laughs) Like, I want to want to. Mm -hmm. It's frustrating, because I'm like, but no, look at him. He's being all, like, cute and sweet and sexy and, like, daddy-like and not even a sadist. And also, the other part of me is like... But he's got to stop. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna work on that. Seven fifteen a.m. doctor's appointment on Thursday to work on that. Okay, that has nothing to do with this week's episode. Wow, <laughs> it's just it's on wow. my mind. It's wow. on my mind. Wow. Okay, so before we get into this week's episode, um, announcement ish. We've sponsored ourselves again. It's not really a sponsorship when you yourself own the business. Uh, We did share these and show these off um, on the Friday night live stream. What was that? The 15th, September 15th. Um, For the kinkery, we have uh, made seasonal diabolical sticks. If you're like, what the fuck is a diabolical stick? It's uh, a stick that really fucking hurts and is worse than an evil stick. (laughs) Um, Our diabolical sticks have resin um, tips 
on the end so that what you're getting hit with is a hard piece of resin. Um, and we made Halloween ones and we've mm -hmm. actually sold probably half or a little bit over half and it's a limited quantity. So it's like, if you want to be hit or hit your partner consensually with something very hard and painful, uh, and you want it to, to be spooky themed and seasonal and, you know, Halloween-y, uh, get the to the kinkery <laughs> get, get them while they're hot um we did on our social media there's a, a video we did doing a demo um you demoed the four main styles on my forearm because that's what was safe for social media uh, the marks lasted for three days and i still have um we did that on saturday this is wednesday i actually have a small bruise left over <laughs> i think the bruise came from you overlapped in one spot the skull and the ghost yes and that the two together was hard enough to make a bruise the tombstone let almost broke my skin which was like never our plan because we don't really play mm -hmm. with that but and then there were the design of the tombstone had a bunch of lines and you could see each, each line, line on my forearm. It was a wonderful thing. Yeah, it's it's very painful. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't actually play with them in our scenes because that's a hard no for me, but I will demo them because, you know, I, I'm that kind of masochist. Um, I'm a masochist living in a capitalistic society, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if we make it, I want to sell it, so sure. Um, so yeah, if uh, you like to be hit or to hit others consensually with very painful things <laughs> and you want to make that Halloween, uh, the link is in the places or you can just go to thekinkery.com. There's literally right at the top of the page, like a picture, just tap on that. So yeah, we air quotes sponsored ourselves. Um, so let's actually get into uh, this week's episode. Um, and it is inspired once again by Therapy Jeff. I really should actually follow him, but my personal Instagram account got uh, booted. Yeah. And so I haven't created a new personal Instagram account because so I'm lurking on all of my brand accounts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Therapy Jeff is back in, in my algorithmic feed. Um, I've linked to the reel that caught my attention in the show notes and uh, in the description box uh, for YouTube. Um, and he did a, a video of 11 stressful scenarios and situations. He was like, go ahead and talk to your partner about these now before you're in them so you can kind of discuss how you wanna navigate them. And I went, ooh, some of these are absolutely things we've gone through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't know huh. that we've ever formally discussed them. And then I thought about kink and power exchange specific scenarios. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, we should talk about those too. So. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go over, we took inspiration from his reel, some of the um, scenarios he suggested. We added some kink ones. We are going to model the conversation. This is not meant for anybody to go, yes, we should do it like Kayla and JB. Mm -hmm. You should do it the way that works for you. Um, and probably to think of relationship specific scenarios that aren't on this list because there are so many there i mean i probably could have spent five minutes and come up with another 20. i didn't want to do an episode on that many though um are you checking on your dog oh she's going outside sorry jb has left the microphone podcast listeners i know you can't see that because that grunty sound in the background was lola who wasn't at the door she was at my feet but she was talking to us so um Anybody already in a long-term relationship, you have probably 
faced most of the common stressful situations. Um, and you've probably already figured out how to, to handle each other when you can see those on the horizon or you're in the thick of it. I do think this is still beneficial for long-term relationships because a couple of mm -hmm. these things we have gone through, we have navigated them sometimes well and sometimes not so well and have never had an, a formal conversation about how we would ideally like to navigate these things, especially within mm -hmm. the context of our power exchange. So, you know, I think this is one that's great for new power exchange relationships, but also long-term folk. Oh yeah. If you keep finding yourself in the middle of a battle <laughs> <laughs> and you resolve it, great, that's wonderful. But it keep, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're gonna start going through these and this is just our thoughts and how we would like to navigate these things. And it may not be how we've actually navigated them in the past. <laughs> So, um, okay, the first one, stressful situation number one. Yeah. How would you like, how would we like to handle when we individually are around a family member who upsets us, stresses us, is a trigger for us because of childhood stuff? Um, how, how from, from your perspective, uh, JB, how would you like me to be for you, show up for you? Well, um, we actually went through this. We go through this a lot. <laughs> I go through this a lot lately. Um, and and at one point, I actually did um, say to you on, on the way there to where we were going to be spending a day with one such said family member. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I told you, I said, uh, baby girl is my submissive. I need, I'm giving you a task. And you know how this person pushes my buttons and can get me wound up from zero to 60 in mm -hmm. 0.2 seconds. Mm -hmm. And um, if you see me getting wound up and, and getting starting to dig my heels in and, and be unreasonable, I need you to step in and say, hey, time out. Mm -hmm. And I knowing that you can have the best intentions and he could give me that permission while things are calm. And then in the moment when everything is heated and blood pressure is up, mm -hmm. I could do that and he could reject that or he might not like the way I did it. So my counter to that was, <laughs> okay, but if I have to get a little pushy or a little forceful or you don't like what I say in the moment, will you accept what I say and we can discuss it later if something didn't quite go to plan. Like if I'm truly in your face going, whoa, 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 right. time out, back <laughs> off, are you gonna accept that? Right. Because as the submissive in the relationship, yes, we have what we call the tough love clause. If you're new here, it's way back in the archive. Mm -hmm. Like while episodes were still two digits kind of <laughs> in the archive. Yeah. And that's usually used for illness, Correct. mental or physical. Like yeah. if you're not taking care of yourself, I step in and go, whoa, 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 this is what needs to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, but this was a, a familial situation where I'm not really part of that, that at all. Um, I'm and I'm looked at by your family members as an outsider. Um, yeah, and good. so what I didn't want to have happen was to follow your directive and do what you told me to do, but then in the heat of the moment, <laughs> have it thrown back at me and now we're in an argument. So I did mm -hmm. ask for clarification um, and I did kind of use it because it's 
one of the few times I'm not objective because you are my priority, you are the one I love, but I'm a little bit more objective than somebody who would have known both of you for let's say 20 years, yeah. because I can kind of see things about some of your family members that you just can't, you're in the thick of it. And so I watched your hackles go up and your <laughs> blood pressure. And I felt like I could kind of understand where the family member was coming from. And I was like, okay, okay he gave me permission. I swooped in and I like negotiated that so mm -hmm. that you felt heard, she felt heard, and then there was kind of a solution at the end. Yeah. So it did work out. Um, for my, I'm, go ahead. I mean, on, on another aspect of that too was um, a trip I had taken back in August uh, and, and what helped me there to relieve a lot of the stress was being able to call you mm -hmm you know, and, and text you to be able to vent yeah, I, and, and get things off, you know, some things off and, mm -hmm. and, and out um, rather than just let them kind of sit there and, and, and fester and, and build. Yeah, and um, there's also that fine line. I will always have your back be in your corner first and foremost. I have mm -hmm. not great opinions about your family in general, which... Okay, neither do I. Right, which I, like... <laughs> We, we're in a situation, I have the freedom to feel that way. You do not get upset on their behalf. You don't have the feeling like only you get to dislike. Mm -hmm. I, I watch myself. I'm not going to bad mouth anybody, but I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. <laughs> so, you know, in a way, it's easy for you to call and vent and me to go, yeah, you're right. That fucking sucks. But I've also had to learn because my analytical brain likes to make sense of shit. And, you know, mm -hmm. 20 years ago, I spent two years focused on psychology, so I think I know something. And I like to, like, figure that stuff out. And I've had to learn over the years that most of the time is actually not the right time to dissect your family mm -hmm. psychologically to you. Yeah. <laughs> what you need is for me to go, yeah, they fucking suck for that shit. And just to let you vent. <laughs> and if it ever seems like the right time to talk about that other part than we can. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. One, once, once, you know, you're away from the situation and not right. having to be in the thick of things, you know, then, then it's okay exactly. to kind of. And I will never be the one who goes, Lola. well, you should be over this by now, or I can't believe you're still hanging on to this. Or why are you still like, however he feels, he gets to feel for as long as he needs to feel it. I am the one going, I think this is something to talk about with your therapist at your next session. <laughs> but I don't, I'm not, I don't try to like push you to like get over it faster or, you know, even if I can mm -hmm. see the other family member's side and sometimes I can. True. You being upset in the moment is never the time for me to go, by the way, uh, that is for another time. And I think yeah. that's another way we've, we've navigated it. From my perspective, um, I have like this teeny tiny itty bitty little family. If I did not give birth to or marry people, there'd be three of us. Um, and they don't really stress me out. Like I have mm -hmm. one family member that every once in a while will stress me out, um, but not to the extent that I'm ranting or raving or like pissed off about anything. It's more of a sigh and an eye roll and then we move on. So I don't have anything that I, I think if you just do well, for me what I do for you, we'll yeah. be fine. I mean, I, I, I think the biggest thing we had with, with your family uh, going back a few years ago was when uh, the we evil used, stepdad. When, when we used to go to visit and, yeah, yeah. and you know, we 
kind of had to discuss how we were going to um, maintain our DS on the down low. Yeah, and that's more of a, we're in a vanilla situation, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But like the evil stepdad could absolutely get me, get, get my blood pressure up and get me like just ranting. Loved, he was a button pusher from way back. I don't count that as we have to navigate. Like, here's, let me tell you how to navigate that because we don't navigate at that anymore. And his um, ire is directed at both of us. So we're in it together. So it's like, Mm -hmm. he's now a non-entity to me. Uh, (laughs) And the family members I do like come to my house. So it's fine. That's true. So I don't have, I mean, do for me what I do for you and we'll be fine. Yeah. So here's the next one. And this Mm -hmm. one's deeply personal i i yeah i saw that i i read ahead and i saw that one stressful situation that anybody who has to earn money in a capitalist society (laughs) will feel the stress of being overwhelmed by your job or just your career choice profession like we work for ourselves so we don't you know it is and isn't the same so Mm -hmm. how would you like to navigate that kind of stress within our power exchange especially what do you need from me um I, I think sometimes, and I'm, I'm trying to do better at this, uh, my biggest stress with, with everything is that I do, um, at certain points, become overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, right? you do. Um, there, there's so much going on, trying to keep things stuck, keep up with, with, with um, you know, inlay orders, keeping, you know, custom orders this that and it it can become overwhelming for me and i have a history of holding that overwhelm in until you explode right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right i know <laughs> i usually get your explosion all over me it's sticky <laughs> i know <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> and and I I am really trying to do better at just letting you know it's like you know hey I'm in a space where I'm feeling a little overwhelmed right now I know and I appreciate that I'm trying to do better at not immediately trying to fix it for you because it's easy to have all the answers when it's not your overwhelm. Yeah. And I know that on the rare occasion you've, I don't think it's intentional, you've, but you've given me a little bit of my own back when I've been overwhelmed. I'm like, this is not fucking helpful. You're just overwhelming me more. Right. And I do try to remember that. In and, the and, and sometimes, more times than not, just telling you mm-hmm. that I'm overwhelmed. Mm-hmm helps relieve a lot of the overwhelm. Right, because you're not holding on to it by yourself. You're not right. carrying it by yourself. And sometimes it, I enjoy, I don't enjoy it, but I, I appreciate the the whatever of it. You'll say, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. And I'm like, yeah, me too. And we realize, especially because we own our own business and mm-hmm. so that's unique to I have a job outside of the home versus whatever, but once you will say you're overwhelmed, it's way easier for me to say that I'm overwhelmed. And then when we're in the right headspace, and I would prefer we do this always, sometimes we'll just sit and talk about it together, either to yeah. bitch and vent or to strategize. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of the reminder that, oh wait, I feel that way too, you know? Yeah. Uh, maybe for different reasons. <laughs> in our line of work, it's always for the same reason. We are overwhelmed. The the core reason is the same yeah um 
but getting to just share that with you mm-hmm. and there not be judgment and there not be, well, let me tell you how to fix it or right. here's why you shouldn't feel that way. Like that, ne- exactly. that does not come out of our mouths, Mm-mm. especially when it comes to this. Um, and then just working through it together, even if what we have is just a bitch session, like just 15 minutes of just complaining, mm-hmm. um, the, the being reminded we're in it together. Correct. It, instead of me carrying my overwhelm and you carrying your overwhelm and it crushing us, we're carrying it together and it feels more bearable. So yeah, Mm. I'm with you. I don't know if this is the baby girl in me. (laughs) The thing I usually crave when I'm in stress over work stuff is two things. A Diet Coke? <laughs> Three things. No. <laughs> Validation of feeling seen. Because right. part of it, from my perspective, both as a service submissive and somebody who's just a, a woman in today's society, um, I don't always feel like the amount of work I take on and the things I take on are seen at the same level because because <laughs> you and I have had these arguments where I end up going, why, yes, I am also stressed about work too. You're not alone. However, are you also? And then I do my laundry list of yes, the other you, things I yeah. take on. Yeah. Because at that point, I've I've tried to like repress my overwhelm and my resentment and then it just bleh, comes out. So what helps me is when you validate and go, you're right, you do a lot. You do a lot around here and I'd be mm-hmm. overwhelmed too. And and I, I want it to be genuine and it, the, the times you've said it, it has been genuine. You'll say things like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know that I could do it. Mm-hmm. Feeling seen in those moments and having the weight that I carry acknowledged, whoo, that could be a kink of mine. <laughs> like, yes, please and thank you. <laughs> um, when I get little treats <laughs> with not the kind where I'm like, daddy, will you bring me a treat home? But like, I'm, we're not even talking about it. I'm just focused. And then you walk in, in the door and you're like, here, I thought of you. I knew this would mm-hmm. make you happy. Like I thought of you and I knew this would make you happy. It's wonderful in any scenario, but a high <laughs> stress thing where you know that I'm barely stopping for lunch. I'm going from one thing to the next. I'm navigating how I'm supposed to get all this work done and work on all these ideas that we've mutually agreed I'm going to do mm-hmm. and get a kid to a doctor's appointment and back and, 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 you know, we've talked about it. There are certain things I could hand off, but we're bet we're doing what we're best suited to. So it's like, I'm actually best suited right. to do these things. I want to continue to do these things. I just need a way to, release the pressure mm-hmm. every once in a while. And I am a big old baby girl. You bring me a Diet Coke, a coffee, <laughs> a something, you do a little happy for me, like that right. I wasn't thinking about, wasn't expecting, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, I just, I feel seen. And I think that's yeah. what I need when I f- from a professional standpoint, because so much of it also overlaps family standpoint. Mm-hmm. When I, when what I do is acknowledged, man, I am, Ooh, I'm good. And I, I, I think that's that's a very good point because we, you know, in our own ways, we each get wrapped up so much in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's easy to overlook what the other person is doing. Oh, yeah. Especially once you're bogged down and you're stressed out and you're like right. head down and yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's easy, and I know this happens to me, it's easy to think, well, I'm the only one doing a whole bunch. I'm the only one feeling this way. I'm the only one going Mm -hmm, through it. mm -hmm. And it goes back to when we um, 
talk about it and then can strategize together. It's a weight off. The yeah. feeling seen part is that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is one we've definitely gone through multiple times yep. and have never actually worked it out prior. <laughs> Those times when and, you're- and, and see, I, I always kind of thought we had. We never like purposely sat down. Mm-hmm. We, sometimes, sometimes it sneaks up on us and we hadn't even said what it is yet. Um, <laughs> and we navigate with our through our relationship fine, but we it's not been a strategy. It's just a thing that worked out well. Yeah. And that's when one of us is in pain, sick, feeling bad, whether that's physically or mentally, um, and that kind of stressful situation where we're not at our best because we don't feel our like mm-hmm. we're not at peak mm-hmm. anything. Um, how would you like that stressful situation to be navigated? Um, you know, to, to a certain extent, um, you know, there, there, like when you had your surgery, I mean, we put things in place, you know, knowing yes. that you were going to be down for X amount of time, mm-hmm. you were going to be very limited on the things that you could do. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. That was when we could plan for. And right. that was nice. I liked that. Yeah. And, and that was, that was very nice. Um, you know, we, we did plan for it. Our plan executed fairly well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so in, in that instance, I, I think those things like that, we, and that's why I say to some extent, I think we've kind of worked. We do it well, but we, there, that's the one off where we could plan for it. What yeah. about your motorcycle accident? Yeah. When your back went out, um, anytime I've had a migraine, the migraine one, mm-hmm. we had to do trial by fire because I don't tell you, it took me years to go, I have a fucking migraine. I can't even right. open my eyes. I would just try to power through because that's what I'd done for years. Mm-hmm. But I was snapping and I was cranky and I wasn't my best submissive self. And no. you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Right. And, and then when finally I, and, I go, oh my God, my head hurts. And then when I finally did find out what it was i was like okay you need to go lay down and i'll take care of this and part of that was from years of just not having anybody who would pick up my slack or could Mm -hmm. or that i trusted to do it part of it is just you know whatever the the hurt the pain the discomfort is when you at that time i mean headaches have been a part of my life since i was a little kid once it becomes air quote normal Mm -hmm. you just like if you can, because sometimes you physically can't. If you can, you just get the fuck on with it. Like I you mean, just got shit the, to the, do. The, the worst thing in 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 our relationship, in our dynamic that we have, when one of us gets, you know, gets suddenly sick. I mean, thankfully for you, um, you know, your surgery at that time was planned. Right, and it went well. No um, hiccups or anything. You are a fairly healthy individual. Thank. Thank you. Right. Knock on wood. Um, you know, you, that's you just don't you, you don't you don't get like, you know, very sick very often. Um, you know, so for you it's usually been, you know, a day or two you have a migraine, you know, the yeah, next day and, you kinda have the And the, the hardest fog. part is me just admitting that I don't feel good and like just sitting still. You know, as as far as um, you know, dealing with the household things. I, I can very easily step in. Right, because... And I and I do. You know, I make sure the boys are fed, I'm fed, we're because fed, Because our whatever. power exchange has never... We did not fit our relationship, power exchange or otherwise, along stereotypical societal views of what a man does, what a woman does. Mm-hmm. So you are a full partner in this... Really, I want to do certain things myself. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, so the thing is, is that's us jumping in. Yeah. What is the now, thing you need... 
when we're in that situation, we couldn't plan for it. Yeah. That's the thing. I And I was getting to that. <laughs> and I, I think the hardest part of that then circles back around to what we do for work. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Because we both know I cannot step in and do the things that you do. Right. And I can't do what you do. <laughs> and you can't step in and, and do what I, when I do when I'm down for the count. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know about you. I, I know for me with, with the accident, it was tough because, you know, I, I had to sit there. Mm-hmm. I, I could not do anything until I healed. Mm-hmm. Same thing with when my back went out. You know, and and I wanted to get back out there and work, but I knew the worst thing I could do right. was to do that. And for me, I guess in that case, what I need the most is, you know, hey, look, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I don't need that so much as I need... <sighs> I need to be allowed to be worried about work. I need to be, the worst thing that somebody can say to me is don't worry about it, right? Or there's there's no reason to be stressed. Actually, there's every reason to be stressed. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. especially in the way our life is set up, if we don't work, we don't eat, right? We, there's no money coming in if we're not right working right and that's mm-hmm. true for lots of people not just business owners because sure. if you work a job that doesn't offer you benefits or paid time off if you mm-hmm. don't go to work your paycheck suffers right right that's we're not unique in that mm-hmm. but i am going to be thinking about all the work that needs to be done when i'm finally well again you can tell how bad i feel by how little i'm thinking about work because when it's peak badness i don't give you a don't, fuck i'm just laying yeah quietly which is unusual for you your mind's always right but you know i don't i don't like being told not to worry about something that is a valid Mm -hmm. worry because then i feel i feel invalidated i don't feel seen yeah um i do appreciate you've done this before when i've been down for the count when we plan again it goes back to to talking and communicating and planning we're like okay well how can i help you do something what do you what mm-hmm. what could i do and quite frankly what it ends up being is me going actually could you cook dinner actually could you take yeah. care of this household thing and i'll focus on business and once we get caught up then i can you know that right. kind of thing um or sometimes i uh, i need you to make the decision okay we are not recording today we are not making that piece of content we're not mm-hmm. working today you're gonna sit still fine and that's where i i'm grateful mm-hmm. that you're the dominant <laughs> and that we co-own our business entities because yeah. you have full freedom to step in and go nope we're just not doing shit today mm-hmm. but i'll do that for you i'll make you that have, call yeah. in a heartbeat and you're you not have, well we're not have doing done it. that before yeah i can make that call for you when you're sick or your mental health is bad or whatever's going on with you mm-hmm. i can make that call for you better than i can make it for myself i have just the way I've been, I was raised, the person I am, whatever it is, I will do my best to power through until I collapse on the other side. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with that, and I'm kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. But we, and I think that's the thing we just keep doing is allowing the other to go. Hey, wait, no, no, we're gonna. You need we're, to sit down. We're, and be still. We're, 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 we are our checks and balances. Yes, 
Agreed. Okay, here's one that we know all too well. <laughs> the uh -oh. next stressful situation. Uh, how would how can we navigate as Dom Sub on those days when everything that can go wrong does go wrong? Damn you, Murphy. <laughs> I'll say this, to the extent that we're able to, mm -hmm. keeping our sense of humor. Yeah. Some days it's just yeah. too much shit all at once. Mm -hmm. For me, it helps when I feel like we're in it together. Like whatever, whatever crazy day it's been, whatever stressful things going on, if I feel like it's happening to us and it's us against the crazy, mm -hmm. then I can keep my sense of humor much better and I don't feel alone. When it's a thing where I feel like everything's been happening to me, yeah. then I'm back to needing outside validation. Right. Like you're right, that is fucked up. And 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 to a certain extent, I need the same thing. Mm -hmm. What I have started to learn about those times when everything that can go wrong will go wrong and does go wrong mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, is that I have a history of trying to fight it and power through it and make it right. Mm -hmm. And that always does not work. Always it often makes out. it worse. Yes. Yes. So I, I have learned that when it gets to that point that everything is foobard, mm -hmm. I just need to step back, lay, lay it down. The day is back. done. The day yeah. is done. We're, yeah. we're ordering takeout. Mm -hmm. We're like... The bra's coming off. Yeah. The PJs are on. We're done. We're done. The day right. has won. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're going to go yeah. uh, hunker down and try not to get any more on us. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, I I have found that that by stepping back mm -hmm. and, and laying it all down and walking away from it is the best thing I can do. Because then when I come back to it the next day, mm -hmm. it's with fresh eyes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a quieter mind right maybe right and maybe <laughs> potential solutions co yeah. have come to you at that point because exactly. you, you stopped trying to force it yeah. and you just took you rested mm -hmm. for a minute and you went and did something like do a complete 180 like the nights we tend to find ourselves on a couch just you know binge watching whatever are those times when we're everything else has got to shut the fuck up it's, right it's too much it's you know, I need to be able to turn my brain off for a minute. Mm-hmm. And mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, I agree with you completely. There, I mean, I've, I used to not do it either and I've gotten better at going, yeah, that's clearly not happening today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It'll be there tomorrow. Because nothing that we do rises to the level of genuine emergency. We are not operating on people's brains here. We are not sending people to a moon in a giant like explosive, right? Like. Nothing we do is so mission critical that it can't wait till tomorrow. True. true, true, true. I know it's very easy to feel like it's the most important thing ever, ever, ever. Well, you know, yeah, because, you know, what we do, we do it ourselves. We do it on our own. So, you know, yes, it does feel critical. And it, in a way, it is critical. It is, it's critical yeah. to our goals. It's critical to what we want to do in life. It's critical to the fucked up mess of our life that, and we're trying to get out of it. Like it's critical <laughs> to those things, but it's not so critical that. And I think you and I have, over time, finally come to this point. It's not so critical mm -hmm. that we can't stop and come back to it tomorrow yeah. and put it down for a minute. Well, you know, there. 
there there was this um oh gosh now i lost my thought you know okay there 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 was always this thought well you know if i if i don't do it the world's going to come to an end right kind of thing for me it was somebody's gonna be disappointed in me somebody's gonna tell me i did something wrong like all Mm -hmm. my personal insecurities (laughs) (laughs) but i feel the same way and i've i've gotten this way dealing with the youngest um and school like right now we're trying to navigate his mental health which is Mm -hmm. incapacitating him physically in many ways and i've got the school like breathing down my neck about the importance of attendance. And I'm like, actually yeah. the importance of my child's physical and mental well-being trumps sitting in a classroom right now, right? Like there was a time mm-hmm. I thought the most, cause I ha- I, I've always had this, is it the trauma? Is it the generational? I don't know. But if I do everything quote right, if I follow the rules, I don't know, you get a fucking cookie at the end? I don't know. But then you're like, you can't get in trouble. Like getting in trouble was like the worst thing to me, right? And Mm -hmm. it's still not my favorite. Okay, I'm submissive. I'm trying to be a good girl over here. But there, I hit a point like with the kid where I went, your idea, you school board entity, right? Bureaucracy. Your idea of what's right is actually harming my kid. So I'm gonna do something a little different where my main priority in this in this scenario is the kid mm-hmm. and i'm gonna have to follow our own path and it's gonna have to deviate what you think is right and wrong right because i'm taking care of the kid right now and being able to kind of go you know what yeah you are you are taking a day off from school or you know what homework didn't get turned in it's not it's not the you know worst thing ever like i can do it for others but i can't do it for myself um but that's that's I've I've learned by doing it for others, for doing it for the kids, for doing it for you, mm-hmm. that it's actually often the better option. Just yeah. just walk away from that thing for a minute. Just five, mm-hmm. don't. It's that whole doing the same thing over and over again, expecting like a different, different result. Results, so if yes. I keep powering through, and when I'm peak stress, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep fucking it up, and I'm and I, the the frustration is this feedback loop that I can't get out of. But if I just yep. set it down for a minute and I go, you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I don't have to do this right this second because this is not actual brain surgery and I do not have a human being on the table, right? I, yeah. Yeah. It's kink content, y'all. Like, it's really, hmm, you know, that's given me perspective. Yeah. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's one. And then we're gonna get into some specific kink things. But this one is very personal. It's very recent. The stress, how we want to handle each other, and the stress of the aftermath of an argument when you're both feeling sensitive. You know, like last week <laughs> or week before. I don't know what you're talking. I don't know what you're talking about. And also, two months prior to that, when when we had that one that we never actually resolved. So I would say uh, what we need to do is Mm -hmm. uh, in that aftermath, even when we're feeling sensitive, we have to fucking resolve it. Yeah. Because all it did was blow up again in our faces. Come back again to haunt, yeah. Which we already know that logically, we tell people that all the time. But it is a little different when you're living it. You think, oh, clearly we're over it. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) It was not fine. No, no. So how would you like to navigate that? Um. (laughs) That's a very good question. 
Sometimes I think what you and I would need, mm-hmm. and and this is how we ended up doing it the last time. You know, we eat, breathe, work, and sleep within these walls, day in, day out. Sometimes the only reason we leave is because some child needs to be taken somewhere, right. and then we come straight back home. Yeah. <laughs> And 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 what one of the things we did this last time was we like we got in the car mm-hmm. and we went and got a coffee and we went somewhere went to a park mm-hmm. and and we sat outside in in the fresh air and the bright sunlight and 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 we talked. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we were out of our environment. And and I've said this a a few times. I say, you know, I find it hard to have have actual downtime here Mm -hmm. because there's either work, work that needs to be done or there's something around the house that needs to be done. Yeah. All right. There, There is no shortage no, and either, and we're not going to think too hard about the list of house stuff that we we know has to be done and can't get to because right. that's a whole other source of stress. Exactly, <laughs> home ownership is great. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, it's it's very easy to get wrapped up with what's going on within these walls something because else. there's always something, mm-hmm. and being able to step outside these walls, go to a different place, mm-hmm. I think makes it easier yeah yeah because yeah we're we're pulled out of the immediate the other stressors that are constantly around us i'm thinking to the moment that got us there though and i i have noticed that in the aftermath of most arguments Mm -hmm. i approach you first and there's a part of me that wishes it wasn't always like that but there's also a part of me that i think it's part of my submissive self in our power exchange mm-hmm. where I want to approach you and let you decide the direction. But there is a risk with that. There's a slight fear with that because I might approach you and think, okay, it is time to approach you. And you might not be ready for the approach yet. And my every time I do it, my fear is, oh God, he could, he could reject this overture, right? Mm-hmm. He might not be at the point I'm at yet and ready to like try to talk or try to reconcile. So I tend to wait way longer than I want to. Like this last time I, it was like half a day. I was kind of ready to go, I can be right or I can be happy. And it technically we're both right. Like nobody was actually wrong, but I just want us to like fit back together again. Mm-hmm. And it was eight hours of thinking that before I finally went, Okay. Okay. Um, And it was because (laughs) I knew that we had still been angry with one another and how that had gone down, Um, which is actually going to be another scenario here uh, in a a few. Um, And I was terrified of that playing out again Mm -hmm. when it was time to go to bed and how our argument would disrupt our routine. And I went, I got to go fucking talk to him because I can't, can't. I can't have that come up and surprise me that our power exchange routine, the way we start and end our day will be interrupted 
because of this argument without us talking about it. Yeah. Um, I, I, for me, it was like, I will not be blindsided again because that was, I don't use the, the word lightly, y'all. I really don't. It felt traumatic in the moment. Um, now, the thing I do that I don't know how you feel about it because it's what I do. <laughs> we've never actually talked about this part of it. I approach you respectfully. Yeah. But also with no fucks to give. True. I, I come at you. There's nothing meek or mild about me. Mm-hmm. Re- absolutely respectful and willing to be told i'm not ready to have this conversation i don't want to hear it but i'm i'm willing for that yeah. but in the, the last one cuz i said okay the way this morning when or yesterday when or how I, it was the morning mm-hmm. i was like i got i got blindsided with your decisions is that going to be your decision for tonight when we go to bed i said because if we're going to go to bed without our routine cuz you're still we're still angry at one another Mm-hmm. I need to know now. Yeah. I can't wait until we're in the moment. What do you want to do? And I was very plain spoken, very direct. <laughs> um, there was nothing baby girl here. Like it was. Yeah, now, no. I did and feel yet, submissive because I was coming to you and saying, you tell me. Mm-hmm. I was not demanding anything other no, than you answers. Weren't. And, yet, <laughs> and, and yet when you say that, you know, you, you come respectfully, but with no fucks to give. I have no problem with that because, you know, you don't... Clearly, because we don't argue again. It's not a fresh argument by the way I approach you. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. But, you know, you don't you don't dance around the subject. No. You know, by you, the time you, I... don't, you don't give uh-uh. hint, you know, you don't... Um, uh-uh. You know, for, for lack of better terms, I guess the, the best way to say it, you know, um, it, it's not like you're vague booking... Or something like that. Right, right, you know? no. No, no, no. You won't so, be guessing what the fuck I mean. Right. Right, right, right. Which, in a, you know, okay, so this is where we stand. This, you know, let's mm-hmm. let's move forward. Let's deal with this. I know. I was going to say the hard part about that is because I don't, when I approach you, I don't know mm-hmm. what your reaction will be. I have to harden myself because I have to come to you knowing because you're the decider. You're going to make the decision. I might be asking you, are we maintaining our nighttime routine, which is very important to both of us? Mm-hmm. And you might say, no, I, I can't do it tonight. Mm-hmm. And so I have to approach you knowing I could like get my feelings hurt and be very sad when I walk away. And so what it does is I, I do harden myself. Again, respectful, but direct, as direct as I know how to be, yeah. which to some people on the outside looking in would go, well, that's not very submissive. Now the submissive part is I know that I'm giving you the opportunity to decide. Right. And I don't air quote this, don't have any control over mm-hmm. that, right? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this one makes me, <laughs> this one's too fresh. <laughs> this one's too fresh. <laughs> Uh, Cause that last time was difficult. Yeah, it, it was necessary. Cause we did the the mini resolution that night where we were speaking to one another again. Mm-hmm. We agreed to go through our evening routine. Um, we even kind of were able to joke with one another, but there was mm-hmm. still a standoffishness. Oh goodness! I'm glad that wasn't excuse directly me directly into the microphone. Uh, that's why I kind of tried to back away a little bit. <laughs> um. The thing I've noticed about me, and I don't know if you've noticed it about me or if I'd already started making this sort of change before I met you. Um, there was a time 
where what I would have wanted to do is to reconcile as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. even if it meant that I gave up, I don't know how best to say this. Sometimes I'm fucking right in our argument. Like I, I'm making points and I know that I deserve to have those points acknowledged and heard, yeah. right? Um, and there was absolutely a time I would have just fallen on my own sword, so to speak, just to reconcile so you, like a partner would be happy with me again, mm-hmm. so that the conflict would go away, so that the, my yucky feelings about being in conflict would go away. I don't feel like I do that anymore. I do make the fir- tend to make the first overture. I'm willing and as prepared as I can be for you to reject that overture. Um, and I have learned I don't need to have resolution that night, but I will not, if I feel like, if I've come to the conclusion that no, the, the points that were being made need to be dealt with. We need to like talk mm-hmm. about, you know, why one upset the other, however that ended up going. Um, I don't make it kind of make it all go away just so we can be happy together. Yeah, anymore. no. I will, but I will joke with you and try to pull out some humor and find our common, our footing again. This last time, and I, you know, I don't think you can, you know, we're strategizing here and I do think there's value and importance in strategizing known issues that are just gonna come up, like mm-hmm. with certainty, these kinds of issues are gonna come up in any relationship, but you can't plan it out like step-by-step step. at this time, this will happen on this day. This. So in this case, we semi-resolved it to the point where we were at least speaking to one another again, <laughs> yes. so that we could go to bed. Right. And it wasn't until the next day that I felt more comfortable. I felt like you were more comfortable and then we could be more of ourselves, Correct. but still with a bit of like unresolved distance. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's a huge change. There was absolutely a time when whatever I had to do to make this conflict go away, I would do. I would act like it didn't matter. I would pretend that I was happy. I would, you know, I would. I don't have memories of being the type to forgive bad behavior in that, in the way of going, oh, it doesn't matter that that happened. Like it definitely still mattered. Mm-hmm. But I would kind of go, it matters, but I'm gonna move on. Um, and often that was to my detriment. It was stuff I should not have moved on from. Yeah. In this case, we absolutely had hard conversations about who was fucking up where and how, and how that made each of us feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, the time that we did that in that immediate aftermath, I think was important. I think the thing I've learned, and I think you and I kind of have done, do this together pretty consistently. We are firm and direct, but we try to still be kind. Yeah. Like I'm not sugarcoating shit. Right. But I'm not gonna call you a bastard or something. Well, like, yeah, no, no, no. And, and, and I would not do the same thing to you in, in that respect. I mean, right. that, that's something uh, that is extremely important to me uh, because of, of past relationships, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I, often told you i you know you can say anything you feel you need to say just do so respectfully you know right. we're not going to call each other names we're not going to yeah. you know dredge up past things that happened and mm-hmm. you know that's not being that direct is still even after i'm mid 40s it's mm-hmm. still a relatively new skill though 
childhood was spent having all every emotion and feeling and fact like negated and invalidated. First, first marriage was me bringing up the issues, but the only time I could get anybody to hear me or pay attention mm -hmm. was when I was, you know, acting batshit crazy and going off, flying off the handle, which then got my valid problems and critics criticisms negated because it's like, oh, well you're shrieking and blah, blah. And so like with you over the past decade, I have gained the confidence mm -hmm. and the security to know I can, I can tell you when you done fucked up. Right. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And the thing I appreciate about you is that even when you don't like to hear it, you face it head on. I've not mm -hmm. once in the heat of an argument in the, like the battle here when whoo, neither of us is at our best. You, no. you might go, that's not true, but that's your anger talking. Right. Once we're to this part, the aftermath where we're still like, it's tender and we're not sure quite where we stand, but we know we're not arguing anymore. Mm -hmm. I can tell you to your face that was wrong and you will own it. And man, that's a breath of fresh, fresh fucking air. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't tend. I don't know if you noticed this, and I know it's the trauma. Um, I don't tend to have to be told I was wrong. I'm usually the one to tell you, okay, here's where I know I yeah. done fucked up because I've already gone over this 85 million times in my brain before I finally talk to you. Um, also, I need to say it first so that mm -hmm. you can't criticize me. I'll criticize me for you. I'll yeah. admit to my wrongdoings because if you criticize me. There's the the little kid in me who, you know, childhood mm -hmm. trauma. And also the baby girl who just wants to be your good girl. Like if you criticize me and tell me where I did wrong, I will crumble. I will be like, I will mm -hmm. not be able to function. But if I tell you that I know what I did wrong and I own it and you go, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And you don't have anything else to critique me with. Then yeah. we can move forward. And I'm sure I need therapy for that. But <laughs> yeah. I think it works for right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, those are all very common things. Uh, therapy Jeff had a lot more than that. So yeah. feel free to watch his reel and go through that list. Now we're going to get into three specific kink power exchange specific ones. Okay. Uh, things you and I have absolutely fucking gone through. But I do, and we have, we've navigated them and we're fine, clearly. Mm -hmm. But I do think they're important to at least touch on before you ever find yourself in this situation. <laughs> or if you, <laughs> if you found yourselves in these situations and you're like, we maybe could have handled that better, touch on them now, like while mm -hmm. things are calm. Here's the first one. Okay. The dominant makes a decision that the submissive fundamentally disagrees with, like to their core, I think you're so fucking wrong for this. And it creates tension. Mm -hmm. So you've been on that receiving end where you've made a decision and I'm like, that's the most fucked up thing I've ever heard in my goddamn life. So <laughs> from your perspective as the she dom. She says with respect. Right. right. Yeah. I say it in my head and my facial expression <laughs> says it for me. But the, I, I use a respectful tone. Mm -hmm. from, mm -hmm. your, from the dom's perspective of knowing that you've decided something that I am like, fuck that shit. Um, and it's caused a stress, yeah. a, a tension between us. What what do you need in that moment? How do you want to navigate that? I, I think in in moments like that, especially when you have such a visceral uh, reaction, I think in those moments, what I need to do, I need to be able to step back 
and and kind of think about what's going on mm-hmm. and and just have some you know just give me some time to think about things here what what's you know what's going because on because typically even when i don't fully agree with you we're usually on the same page and i can kind of go along and be like yeah. well let's see how this plays out mm-hmm. if i if i was right and he was wrong i'll let him know uh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> but you know if if you you know, and, and I'm talking about me because right. I know how I am. You know, if you keep coming at me, mm-hmm. if you, mm-hmm. you keep, you know, mm-hmm. this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. If right. you keep, I'm just going to dig my heels in, unfortunately. Right, and you're not going to even consider another option. Right. You know? So, you know, allowing me to step back and, and have that moment to kind of think things over mm-hmm. that is the best thing to do for me i i agree from experience <laughs> the one thing i've noticed is sometimes when you're digging your heels in and we can both sense it i'll i have said in the past i'll say something like you and i are usually pretty in step with one another mm-hmm. what is it about this that that we can't come together we on? we can't find that common ground right yeah. so what mm-hmm. i need from you is for you to acknowledge that I disagree with you, man, validation mm-hmm. is so fucking important to me. <laughs> uh, I should get a therapist. Anyway, um, I need you to acknowledge that that even if you don't see my perspective or agree with my perspective, that my perspective is valid. Mm-hmm. Um, I need you to say clearly, I'm. let me step back, let me give this more thought. You've done that before. I cannot yeah. remember what the situation was anymore, yeah. but there was something that you were like, this is what I think we should do, and I'm over here going, that's the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard. I didn't say that, but this face absolutely communicated, communicated that. Communicated that, yeah. And yeah. when you realized that I was not immediately going, okay, okay, that's fine. You said, okay, let me let me give this some more thought. Let me give me some more time with this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we do avoid this often by looking at multiple multiple when we can multiple solutions and air quote this word debating yeah the merits of each solution and then just negotiating our way to find like i can live with this you can live with that like Mm -hmm. we might each have our perfect option in mind but there's usually a middle ground where we're both willing to give up a little bit to get something that we can kind of both live with right um, I, I really did mean it when I said that I sometimes sit back and go, well, I, th- I think he's fundamentally wrong. I'm just going <laughs> to let him be wrong. And when we have the proof that he's wrong, I will politely swoop in and go, can we try it this way now? Now, I don't think we've, I think maybe once in 10 years, did we genuinely disagree? And I went, I'll follow him. And we came back around, you, you, you're humble enough that mm-hmm. you were like, that didn't go the way I planned. Let's that try your way. didn't work out the way I... Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I really think part of the reason we avoid this now after all these years is because we've gone through those moments where I sat back and went, I'm following his lead. That was That's what we're doing mm-hmm. here. And it the world didn't end, right? Right. And we've had the times where you were like powering through. This is my decision. It wasn't the right one. You followed not my lead, but like my suggestion and it worked out. So we now have the experience of knowing that if one of us has fully dug in and the other one's over here waving a red flag going, whoa, 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 what the fuck? Neither, like we need to back up a little bit. We need to come find the compromise again. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that the way we tend to make decisions together, probably 95% of the time is 
you and I both acknowledge what the issue is. Mm-hmm. I go off and find the solutions. I bring so- the solutions I think are viable to you. Yeah. And most of the time you're going to pick one of them. Well, if they're the solutions I came up with, I can live with all of them, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> but you've done that too. You've seen a thing and gone, okay, we've, we've got to deal with this. Let me bring multiple options. And they're the ones you can live with. Mm-hmm. And so then if I find something that I can get on board with out of the solutions you've figured out, it's right. you've already you're you've already done the work of I can live with any of these. Yeah. So then we don't have that push and pull of you made a decision and I don't agree with it at all. To mm-hmm. me, if you're in a dynamic like that where the dom is making these decisions and the submissive is constantly fighting them, there's a few potential things going on. One, are there some some issues on the submissive side that probably need to be worked through? you know, bad tapes from previous relationships, mm-hmm. trauma from childhood, something that's making you resistant. Is it an incompatibility? You fundamentally want different things. And so when the dom's like, mm-hmm. this is what we're doing, the sub's like, no, the fuck we're not. Yeah. Uh, or is it the wrong type of dynamic where you want something more collaborative and less dictatory? Um, because we are very collaborative. You're, yeah. gonna, you're gonna make the ultimate decision, but not before you've heard me out. True. And I think the one or two times I've gotten upset with you over a decision is when I didn't feel heard. So if I can feel mm-hmm. heard and I can understand your thinking, ta-da, I can, because ultimately part of being submissive is letting you take the fucking lead. And then sometimes that mm-hmm. means you're gonna make a decision that I'm over here like, okay, let's just see how this goes. Uh, <laughs> But you're humble enough to have realized that sometimes I'm right, and if I'm right, you'll you'll just let me be Maybe right. Once in a while, whatever we've established <laughs> that it is more often than that. Okay, here's one that is extremely common, mm-hmm. but it can absolutely cause stress. Yeah, in the aftermath, mm-hmm. your kink scene goes wrong. Yep, it happens. Oh, now part of this is this is a little too generic because there's so many reasons why a kink scene can go wrong. It can be just a an error, like a, an oopsie, I'm human, made a mistake. Mm-hmm. It can be a, the communication signals weren't clear and somebody went too far because they like weren't, they got it like, oh God. It can be that a piece of equipment broke and all of your kinky dreams die because you can't be doing that thing you want to be doing. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of reasons for a kink scene to go wrong. Yes. And not we've had kink scenes go wrong, and we were not stressed out about it. We left. That's Lola dreaming oh, by the tripod. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, and we've laughed it off because it was not a stressful thing. Right. But in those few times where like the stress gets, the tension goes up because the scene went wrong. What do you need to help navigate that? Um. I'm not really sure. Um, I mean, the one time that, that to me, things did, <coughs> excuse me, did go south, so to speak, um, was a time when I ended a scene, and, and you did, you know, you were just like, Okay, I, I understand why you are doing this. It's okay. We'll we'll try again later. So, is it a moment where you thought there might be tension, and so that got you a little stressed out? And but then I was like, 
Oh, well, mm-hmm. I'm following your. You ended it, and that makes sense to me. Yeah, that's that comes down to a communication thing. If you were just mm-hmm. to, in the middle of a scene when I think things are going well, just to stop it, and we never talk about it, that's going to create tension for me and be like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah. Um, but if you're like, I stopped this, you know, sometimes you have to like get out of the equipment. You have to like move away from where you're at. You, mm-hmm. There's might be some time between stop yeah. scene, get to have a conversation. But as long as there's always a conversation. Like, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt from the time you stop the scene until the time you talk to me. I'm going to be like, there's a reason I don't right. know. That's the trust between us, right? Mm-hmm. That's also the, you're the decider. You you get to drive this scene. Yeah. I'm in the car with you, you know, mm-hmm. just as a passenger princess most of the time. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm there. You're doing all the work. Um, but... There have been times I can think of one where I desperately wanted you to keep going. I was fucking in it, mm-hmm. but I had lost the ability to speak. <laughs> I had hit a layer of subspace where my my brain was there, or I thought it was. The brain and mouth lost connection. Yeah, and I like it was getting hot. It was getting dark. It was getting good, but because I could not answer you, right. Oh, and you stopped it. And that was such a letdown. Even then, though, it was not a tense moment. It mm-hmm. was more of a, I was more upset with myself because I was like, brain, mouth, work together in tandem. Please and thank you. Yeah. Um, and that I know for me, and I think this might be something that other submissives or bottoms might experience. I'm sure doms and tops do in their own way, but just different mm-hmm. sides of the slash. If I feel like I have let you down in a scene, it didn't get to go the way we planned. I had to safe word out. Uh, in mm-hmm. that case, I was out in space. And once I can't communicate, we can't keep singing because that's not safe. Like all of those things. But if I feel like I've let you down, that is very stressful to me. Now, 10 years in, I, that's it's rare. It's so mm-hmm. rare for me to feel that way in any situation anymore because we just been together long enough, communication's yeah. good enough. But in those times where I felt like I have let you down, the thing I need is validation. The thing I need is I need to hear I'm a good girl and you're happy and this is, you know, what I like is you don't qualify things in the moment. You don't go, this wasn't what I we planned for, but like you never do that. You go, this was good for me. It needed to mm-hmm. end, it was good for me. Later, <laughs> closer back on, I'm in my right mind. Yeah. Then we can talk about Right, right, right. But in the moment, if I think I am the reason or I know I'm the reason the scene has stopped early, that's the thing I need is validation. Okay. okay. Um, the one time you stopped a scene, basically you safe worded out, you went, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. We, This is after the fact, but I know what we did and I think it worked, you tell me. I gave you that validation. Yeah. You were doing a good job. Mm-hmm. I, I love you. Thank you. I understand. The other thing was because you safe worded out, I was like, I understand. It's fine that you did that. I'm not upset yeah. with you. And so then just sort of reaffirming that mm-hmm. you made the you did make the right decision. That's like there's no question about it, but that I supported your and decision. I, and I think that's important um, on both ends. But, you know, I, I hear have heard a lot over the years, you know, especially submissives. Well, you know, I don't want my 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 dom, my top, to be disappointed because I safe use use my safe word. Right. You know. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and that is something I think that you know 
I I would be more upset if down the road afterwards found out that you wanted to use your safe word right. but I, didn't. Yes, absolutely. Well, and the other th- that goes another way without the safe word. Sometimes the scene goes wrong because a, a toy hits lands wrong, right? Right. There's injury or near injury mm-hmm. and like whoop, now we're we're safe wording out because the dom made a human error and whatever something didn't sure. go. Sure. The thing that I've noticed when that happens with us is one, in mid scene, I can tell you, whoa, 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 that's <laughs> that's landing wrong. I need you to adjust because that's not where you meant to hit that I know. Mm-hmm. But after the scene, the th- the thing I th- have I feel works for you or helps you is to acknowledge that a mistake was made, but not mm-hmm. to place blame. Like I'm not pissed off at you. I'm like, uh oh, what do, and again, I'm, usually has to wait until we've gotten through getting ourselves back together and being in a different place and a different headspace. But it's like, okay, let's talk about what went wrong. And it's not a a judgment thing on you. It's a, Mm -hmm. it's a, yeah, that could happen to anybody, right? Is it that more education is needed, more practice is needed, different toy, what, and we're gonna, we're gonna sort of like, there was a sports metaphor, but y'all know how I am about sport ball. Sort of when you like, we're going to go over the gameplay basically and try to like figure out brief. Yeah. Figure out what went wrong and how we can prevent that in the future. And you know, we, we used to debrief a lot after most every scene in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't do that as much anymore, but especially if something goes wrong Mm -hmm. in a scene, there's some kind of mishap. I think it is very important Absolutely. To to debrief at some point, maybe not immediately yeah. after the scene, but there there needs to be that that discussion of, of what went on and why and and. I think what helps me not be afraid for future scenes, like you've mm-hmm. made you fucked up, you made a mistake, things didn't go according to plan. You always own it. You do not deflect. You do not blame anything else, anyone else, even if it. Like it was too noisy and somebody did crowd you and mm-hmm. there were outside factors that explain part of it. You always take responsibility for it. So then I will actually turn around and try to comfort you because your submissive cannot handle you to be wrong for anything, even when you are the one that's <laughs> wrong. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> but it make I can, I get to continue feeling safe after a scene goes wrong mm-hmm. because you are taking ownership of what happened. Yeah. Like I was the one in control and that went wrong under my watch. Right. And here's what I'm going to do to avoid that in the future. Mm-hmm. Here's what I see, how I see things you know, and how they went wrong. And you let me tell you what I need to tell you. So then right. any stress or tension for us after all these years, it just doesn't exist. But in those mm-hmm. early days, any stress that might've been there was immediately diffused because I wasn't even, I wasn't trying to convince you, you had screwed up. You were going, no, no, I own it. You know, my bad. Here's, you know, what do we do to fix it? Or here's what I think we do to fix it. And I think that makes a difference. Here's one that we just went through and it's our last one. Okay. (laughs) When you disagree on whether a stressful or big moment is appropriate for your power exchange. The last time it happened to us was very recently, and you, in your anger, 
weaponized part of our power exchange yeah. against me and used not, your control to say it was not your finest moment not a good look for me no, no i know and i don't even um, like admitting it because i want you to look perfect to everybody always well, but <laughs> yeah but it I'm, was a moment that happened i'm i'm not <laughs> right 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 um you know i i i What can I say? I fucked up in a big way. Um, you know, not that it's any excuse, but the stress we have been feeling for the last couple of years has just been compounding, compounding, compounding. And then you were triggered. Like, and we trigger each other sometimes. Yeah. Accidentally. Oopsie. And uh, That's another topic for another day. <laughs> I, I, I fell off the deep end and... you. My sense of it was... Um, was that you were trying to regain control. You were feeling out of control. And like, you were like, I'm the Dom. I get to fuck a fucking say over this. And it, it was, this was the height of our fight. Like we were not mm -hmm. happy with each other prior to this. We'd been arguing for like a day or two. Yeah. Uh, and by arguing, I mean, glaring at one another and like walking past the other in silence. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I, tr instead of just, doing what I usually do, which is going, let's talk about this. Just tell me what the fuck's on your mind. I tried to act like nothing was wrong. Not that nothing was wrong, but like that everything was still normal. Yeah. And I'm like- And me, I'm up against, a, I felt like I was up against a brick wall, yeah. just yep. banging my head, getting nowhere. So neither of us was correct in this situation, Yeah. but because of the authority and the power and control you have as the Dom, mm -hmm. you have that ability to go, well, I get to say no to this, or I get to, I get to control whether this thing happens. And it was parts of our power exchange that are fundamental parts of the power exchange. So that if we're not going to do them anymore, there has to be a conversation. Mm -hmm. It was right in line with why we say, Dom's, you do not punish, even if you have the whole consequences punishment thing as your power exchange, you do not punish in anger because no. you're not you're not clear headed. Right and. I viewed that moment as you trying to punish me as your submissive for things you didn't like that your wife was doing and your business partner was doing. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and it was one of those things where the decisions you made, if you were going to, if we were no longer going to do those things, they could, that could only be undone with a conversation, right. not at, in the heat of anger. Like you, what I don't, I wouldn't have taken it well, but if you had said, this, I am too angry for this right now. I cannot mm -hmm. do this. I would have hated that, but I'd have been like, that is clear and direct communication. Now, might I have tried to convince you otherwise? Sure, sure, I'm like, I'm you that be, girl. You being you. I'm that yeah. girl. But you were at the height of your anger, and yeah. so you weren't thinking clearly. No, neither of us was communicating clearly at that no. point. No. And that was the direction no. you went. And that's, that's a big, stressor in the middle of something that's already stressful Stressed, yeah because that takes from from my perspective and i i think either side of the slash can feel this way if the other side of the slash uses their power exchange against the other like i don't mm -hmm. it's not just a sub thing it's it could be anybody but for a, a brief moment in our 10 years together I was unsure of my place in the dynamic and man, that pissed me off. <laughs> and so then we had to navigate the larger 
argument we were having and the tension we were having, but we also had to navigate that moment because that was to me deeper than Mm -hmm. your average non kinky vanilla kind of just life situation. That was like, that was that hit on a deep level uh, Mm because that touched something sacred. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And we got through it. The strategy is we have we have to let tempers diffuse a bit. We have mm-hmm. to. Again, it, I think it goes back to you have always owned your actions, good, bad, or otherwise, and you're humble enough to admit when you're wrong. Had I come, I did come at you. That that's when the argument got notched up to like a hundred, not even eleven. There was no <laughs> dial. We were oh lord, um, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. then I was pissed, but. Um, <laughs> We can't even touch it when we're in the height of the argument. No. We have no. to let everything calm down. We have to get to that point we were talking about earlier where you're in the aftermath where you're still kind of sensitive. And then the thing the thing that we need to understand, especially when it comes to you and I. And I'm I'm gonna use this this term and and I think it, it fits for what I'm trying to say. We are both very passionate people. Mm-hmm. That's okay? that's great when we're getting and and kinky. it is it, it 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 is a good thing. It it is both of our strengths, mm-hmm. and it is also absolutely our weakness. Yes, agree completely. Okay, it's also why uh, we're we're not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we are both a lot to handle in our own way. Yes. Yes. That is true. So, you know, um, when when we get that passion in us about something, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it, it can be like two worlds colliding. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, in the moment, we have to calm down. Yeah. From my perspective, uh, from the, quote, wronged partner's perspective. Because mm-hmm. when you do that, you are wronging the other person. You're fucking up. You're human. It's, it's, yeah. not, it's not a deal breaker as long as it's not happening over and over again. I right. think that would make it a deal breaker. Yeah. But, you know, the wronged person needs to be validated. Mm-hmm. You did exactly what I needed you to do. You apologized for it. You and I both did the same thing to one another. I apologized for how I absolutely spoke to you disrespectfully after that that moment occurred, but I did not apologize for my anger. Mm -hmm. You, in your own way, apologized for your behavior and your actions, but you did not negate your own feelings and where that was coming from, right? Um, And I think that makes the difference now could we have heard one another before we hit that like aftermath probably yeah <laughs> like we would we would yeah. have been like we, we would have been talking past one another um yeah. it also helps um that we don't repeat those kinds of behaviors yeah like we fuck up and we fuck up big and then we'll be like, oh, we're not doing that ever. Learn, we, we, we managed to learn from our right. mistakes. So, like, yes. I feel yeah. like in this scenario, as the one who was on that the receiving end of it, mm-hmm. I'm not walking around wary and unsure of who you are and who we are. Because yeah. I know who we are. I genuinely don't believe it will repeat itself. Because that was, like, the, the first big time and maybe only the second time in 10 years where, like, that had even been like a little bit of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the other part is that you have made 
you've always been a safe person for me to react very honestly, good, bad, or otherwise. Mm -hmm. And so um, I didn't feel in the moment like I had to hide my response um, or my reaction. And I never felt while we were diffusing it later and working through it, like I had to pretend otherwise. And I think that that is important too. If I get to come to you when I'm calmer and go, that was wrong and you were wrong for that. I hate it. it. It's a physical pain to me to think of you being wrong because I, it's not what you I don't want. want to, yeah, I don't want, but. you're my daddy dumb. You're the one in charge. Uh, I want to put you on a pedestal. We have had that conversation. You're not on a pedestal, but I would yeah. love for you to be on one, right? Um, but knowing I can come to you and even in that discomfort, yeah. You'll just own it. You're like, yeah, mm -hmm. now let me say again, we said this earlier, we're talking about the aftermath of an argument. I'm going to tell you what I did wrong before you can tell me so that my psyche can handle it. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, it for me, the, I, and, I th and you tell me if this is true for you, when you're the wronged one, like you're the one who gets, who gets to be right in that thing because mm -hmm. the other person screwed up. It almost feels Good is not quite the right word, but freeing to be able to go, you were wrong, you messed up, and have the other person go, you're right. Because it's a validation, yeah. and it's sort of a, a clean, cleaning the air, like, um, there's an expression. I can't think of the expression, but you let it all out into the open. You get it out into the open, yeah, I and I can't think of the expression, it's no, gone. No. Um, and being able to do that allows me to let go. Now we go back again on the times I have fucked up. I will tell you how I fucked up. Please don't tell me how I fucked up. I know how I fucked up. I will recite my wrongs. It's fine. You just nod and smile and go, yes, you're correct. And that way I don't have to hear the criticism. <laughs> now I have, I mean, the most recent one was, yeah, you're, you're oopsie. I've done, I've been wrong on that end too. I've, you know, mm -hmm. malicious compliance, but not in a fun way, you know, like, <laughs> I try, I'm desperately trying to be a good girl. So like if I, if it ever happens, it's probably not intentional, but what do you need if I, you know, when I'm the one that fucks up, what's gonna help you? You just need me to recite my wrongs so you can nod quietly. That works for me, by the way. <laughs> if I haven't mentioned you it, you already do that. So we're we're we're. Which means I'm perfect and I'm good and I can. Nobody can ever be mad at me. I really need therapy. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's a lot of things. Yes. Um. You know what? There's a common theme that I've noticed. One is my least favorite word, patience. <laughs> the other is my favorite, communication. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because whether the stressful situation is happening to you and your poor partner's like on the outside watching it happen and trying to help you navigate it, or you've done it to each other. <laughs> mm. You know, mo most ills can usually be resolved with just clear communication. You know, but and understanding what the other person needs, you know, yeah. you know, I need to hear I'm a good girl and to be validated. Like, I don't make that a secret. Um, and most of the time, if you are and not- butt rubs, you need butt, butt rubs. rubs. There's not enough of those on the right. planet. Um, when it's something happening to me and you have to be witness to it, mm -hmm. that'll be enough, right? When it's stuff happening 
we're doing to one another or we're both going through it and it's increasing tension, you know, sometimes it's just go to our separate corners, but always come back to communication. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I have no idea if that was helpful for anybody. I didn't even know if it was helpful for me. Was it helpful for you? I don't, I don't know. But, well, is helpful yeah. the right word? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, that's all of mm-hmm. them. Um, I'll try to like, yeah, I'll list them out in like the show notes page for podcast listeners. And mm-hmm. there'll be eventually timestamps on, on YouTube to kind of see them all. Cause there's a lot. And we didn't even yeah. go through all the ones that therapy Jeff listed. Um, That's true. But I, you know, I highly recommend what, you know, if you're in a moment or a season where things are relatively relaxed and comfortable and you can, and you're not already stressed out with one another or mm-hmm. about something that you can talk about these things in advance. You can't game it out completely. You cannot predict exactly what will happen, but you might be able to arm yourself with tools to help you get through it. Like yeah. if you remember that your partner just needs to feel heard when they're going mm-hmm. through it, then you know maybe that's in your head and you slow down for a minute and go, that's right, they don't want me to give them answers. They just want to vent. That is a thing I can do for them, right? Yeah. Like. Or yeah. if you're like, oh shit, we're in an argument and maybe this is our first argument ever. If you've never considered what might happen in an argument or how you how you know you are when things get heated, right? And you each partner feels shocked by what's happening. If you've never had the conversation, you're not probably not gonna bring your best self to the resolution of that argument. If you have had the conversation ahead of time and you know, my partner told me that they always do this when they're pissed and I know I always do that when I'm pissed. If you have it in your head, you have a better chance of navigating it without blowing up the relationship. Yeah. And here's the thing. Some of these things we've learned only in hindsight. We had to go through it with no plan. (laughs) Uh, Really piss the other one off. As they used used to say, kind of like the uh, school of hard knocks. Yeah. Yeah. And you wouldn't have a plan. It doesn't always go to plan. And so no. you gotta throw the plan out yep. and figure it out on the fly. Mm-hmm. And uh, for all my fellow anxious people, planners out there, I know that sucks. It sucks. I would like to write my 10 point bullet plan and just go through it and like everything be fine. But it doesn't work that way. And that's okay. That's true. But I do think there's always value in, in trying to have the conversations before you need to have the conversation, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Okay, this mm-hmm. went longer than I anticipated, but there oh, we go. Oh, yeah, wow. But we, I think we, we did stay on topic. You did. So it was just a big topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we will do a, a bonus section. Yep. I don't know how much there is to say, but we'll mm-hmm. do what we can. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So uh, are we good? That's not for me to say. Keep, Keep it kinky, kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets, please? I suppose you can. Okay. I don't have anything major to say. Uh, I got to see the oldest uh, last Sunday. You did. Just me, myself, and I. Yeah. Uh, he texted and said, I need groceries. Can you come <laughs> and take me to Aldi and buy mm-hmm. my groceries? And I was like, why? Of course I can. Um, yep. Youngest and I stayed home. Yep, yep. Uh, the youngest is going through it, and I'm waiting for... Catch you later, X. Have a good one. ...different people at the school to stop ignoring me and answer my fucking questions. 
Yeah. Um, so there's that. I don't want to have to be that parent that has to rock up there and stand there and go, I've emailed 85 million times. I need somebody to come talk to me. But we're getting to that point. Um, <clears throat> well, unfortunately, so. you should have learned. I mean, that's kind of started last year. I think that's just been school systems probably since the dawn of time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Certainly mm -hmm. for the past 20 to 30. Like, the more resources get cut and the more that there's not enough time energy money people to go around for every student who has needs yeah the more this happens like i get it and i am empathetic to the adults trying to make school happen <laughs> however my top priority is my kit right and i try not to be an unreasonable human being and i know those exist and i try never to be that parent okay but the problem is it's a squeaky wheel situation. If I became that parent, I would get answers immediately because nobody wants to fucking deal with that person. <laughs> but I don't right. want to be that person. So I get fucking ignored. They're like, oh, well, she's not to the point where she's frothing at the mouth yet. So we just won't answer that email. <sighs> Deep breath. I know. Deep I know. breath. Um what else what have you got going on um i i have been working 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 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i i think my little rant on on friday night and the hangout about you know us not having fall weather may have worked <laughs> um the fall gods heard you yeah yeah was? yeah work better than your emails <laughs> <laughs> um we we've got slightly cooler weather we've just got less here. humidity too yeah which has been pleasant um which is, is nice in and of itself i'll, I'll take slightly cooler <laughs> over no cooler right. um, um center of the sun uh in space next to the sun i mean i feel like that's the that's the yeah. difference we're, we're dealing yeah. with we'll take yeah. it and uh, you know that that's made it a little bit more enjoyable to step outside the door in the morning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I I I've been working on on a lot of stuff. Um, I'll I'll talk some of it. I'll most of it. I'll talk more about in the uh, uh, behind the scenes. Yeah, that's stuff a stuff coming up. There's a podcast the, thing we patrons. do. Yeah. yeah, on on Patreon where we do. Mm -hmm. a, an episode where we just talk about what we're working on and what's yeah. going on in our personal lives. True. true more true. so than, yes, these episodes where we talk about that too. Yeah. More details, so, more details. Um, you know, and and I, I've, I'm, I'm at one of those points, and you'll, you'll understand this better than anybody, where I've just got so many ideas floating <laughs> around in the head, you know, yeah, yeah, uh -huh, uh -huh, yeah. Uh -huh. And, and you know, I, I have to, uh, I'm, I'm at a point where, you know, I haven't said anything because I I know we've we've talked about you know how I am kind of um, at a certain point where I cannot take on much more. Mm -mm, you can have all the ideas in the world, but you just can't manufacture more time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I know. I know. It's the it's the bane of my existence. That reality. That fact. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I'm I'm a little grateful for the for the cooler weather. I've noticed that uh, 
the lawn has not grown very much since. I know. We were able to go two mowing. weeks without mowing the lawn, and that felt like a vacation. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're going to get out of the have to mow your lawn every week thing and go into the. It's oh, my God. The, the, the yard leaves. is covered with leaves. Right. But we're in the middle right now. So yeah. leaves are falling and the grass is uh, not growing quite as much. But mm-hmm. we're also in the middle of love bug season. So you walk outside and you might get two combined bugs smacking you in the face. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I, I had a few of them wander into the shop the other day. You know. But, um, you know, and, and, and understand something, some, you know, you, you, some of y'all, you, you think of fall, it's like, oh, the leaves turn color and they, they fall off the trees and, you know. That's why we call um, it fall, y'all. Yeah. Um, no, the, the type of tree we have in our yard, which pretty much covers the entire front yard because it, it's a laurel oak. Um, it is a beautiful tree. I love that tree. Uh, it gives the front of the house such beautiful shade and blocks the the sun at the hottest point of the day here Mm -hmm. um but fall with this tree starts a little bit now uh, but really starts in october and doesn't truly end until almost january Mm-hmm. And somehow there's enough leaves that keep falling that we have to rake every week. There's not like one or two big like times to rake and then you're done. <laughs> it's like, no, no, it found no. some more leaves no. that were some, ready to come Somehow down. this tree has enough leaves on it that oh it drops God. leaves for several months. <laughs> but if I have to pick between dealing with leaves in air quote this word, because I can I can hear Canadians rolling your eyes already. The height of our winter, air quote winter, yeah. I will take that over having to decide how early is early enough to mow the lawn so that we don't piss off the neighbors, but also we don't melt. Yeah. And that being our decision yeah. every week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, mm-hmm. you know, weather. Yeah. Um, and that that's really been about it we've yeah. uh you know we've been watching some tv shows here and there in between mm-hmm. we finished we've, good omen season two yep and i'm i know it'll be a hot minute before we get a season three but mm-hmm. i'm desperate for it yeah um especially the way it ended oh I'm not gonna go into it for so anybody so good hasn't. but also so bad also yeah ah! yeah. Yep. yeah and um you know we're we're making our way through um, some brain candy TV. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of DC, we're, Legends of Tomorrow. We're in the last season. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, we've already got a couple shows picked out. To watch after. To watch yep. after. Yep. <laughs> Which, you know, that's it's, that means that things are relatively calm when we yeah. can actually think, mm-hmm. gee, what TV show would we like to watch? So we'll take it. Um, Lola is good. Yeah. Onyx and Ella are good. Everything is as good mm-hmm. as good as it can, can be. be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Anything else? No. I think we should probably go. I think we should probably go keep it a little short since we did go long, but you know, that's it's okay. Yeah. Some mm. some topics you just go long on. As that's long true. as we stay on topic, I think it's okay. That's true. And Lola's, Lola's dreaming dreaming again. 
<laughs> oh, that's what I meant to tell you. You, while you were not moving over in the bed and letting me have space mm-hmm. or, uh, in the middle of the night, woke up and went, that's my cell phone. Actually, you didn't wake up, you were dreaming. That's my cell phone. And then garble, garble, garble. I didn't understand what you were talking about. I don't know what your dream was, but you were adamant that that was your cell phone. I don't know what the dream was. I don't know. remember what the dream was either. And then after that, <laughs> then I got you to roll over. So okay. There was that. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, no, I, no memory of, of any dream or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm so Mm-mm. adamant that that okay. was your cell phone. My yeah. Phone, damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Almost your Dom voice. Oh goodness. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to know, but I don't know. <laughs> On that, we're gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining us, folks. Yep. Thanks for staying, sticking with us to the bitter mm-hmm. end. We love y'all. Yep. Bye. Bye.